0: Man, how y'all doing, people? How is y'all morning going? Happy Tuesday, February twenty third, twenty twenty one. I am your host of the of my Show. Because out some podcasts, people. I love the sports and it loves me back. I'm back on my grind. I'm always grinding every day, none stop. The grind don't stop till the day I die, people. The grind never stops. You grind every day of your life. To set goals and accomplish them, be successful. Be everything you want to be in life, people. And people, I'm going to talk about the sports this morning because people, I am just, I'm heated. I'm heated. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a huge sports fan. And last night, I watched some, I watched the Lakers and the Wizards game. I watched it. And to me, people, it just makes me mad that my team right now, we're not winning. We're on a losing streak, people. And I also want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets and are they the best team in the NBA right now? Period. But I got to talk about my LA Lakers first, people. First, people, the Los Angeles Lakers, we lost last night, people. We lost. We are on a three game losing streak, people. A three game losing streak. We lost to the Washington Wizards, 127-124. to 124. We lost. We lost. We are 22-10 in the Western Conference, people. We are third in the West now, our seed. we the top seed, but now we are the number three seed. A couple losses back-to-back in the Western Conference. That's what happens, people. And when you lose and don't handle your business, you drop in the standings. Just saying, and that's what happened. My Lakers, LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers, we have lost lost four out of five games without without A.D. without Anthony Davis, our second-best player, who is a top-five or top-six player in the NBA, and it's showing you why he's so valuable, people. We need A.D. We need him. We need Anthony Davis, and it's showing you why he's so valuable. And people... To this point, we don't even know if he's coming back in the season. We don't know if, and if he does come back, will he be healthy? We don't know this, people. We do not know because they're telling us it's an Achilles tendinosis. Yes. But usually, people, sometimes trainers and doc, trainers don't say the exact injury. This injury could be worse than what it is because an Achilles, say if it just comes back, back and it just pops and boom, we out for the season. So you have to be very cautious about this injury. To me, people, I think AD's going to be out probably until the rest of the season. For far as the regular season, I think he will be out. Just to be smart because it's about the playoffs, not the regular season. But back on my Lakers, people. We lost to the next couple nights ago, 109-98. Lost to the Miami Heat, 96-94. And I just said this, lost to the Wizards. 127 to 124. LeBron James, we could have won the game, 116, 115, but LeBron James, who's the best player in the world, missed a big free throw to take the lead. In the fourth quarter, LeBron James made an N1 layup and got to the free throw line and missed it. We all know LeBron James, he's not a great free throw shooter. He's a great player, all-time great player, Mount Rushmore player, yes, but he did not... Make the free throw when they counted the most. And LeBron James is quite known for this. Missing free throws. Missing free throws. That's the one thing about this game I don't get. He's been in the league 18 years. And it seems like LeBron, do you work on your free throws? Free throws are nothing but mental. Mental. And I know we got, uh, we lost last night. Yes. And you can't put everything on one play, one free throw. But but I will say this though, we gotta play better. We have to play better. The Los Angeles Lakers have to play better. We have not been playing our best basketball, and it's showing you why AD is Anthony Davis. Then we don't have Dennis Schroeder. We don't have our our second best playmaker on the team of Dennis Schroeder. We don't have him right now. And AD, who's our who's our second best player, most dominant player on our team with rebounds, shot blocks. Even though he was. He wasn't having the best season, but still, he's Anthony Davis. He's a top-five talent in the NBA. And so, L.A., the question is, people, should we make a trade to get somebody? Should we? Because right now, I know with the Marcus Cousins, he may get bought out, DeAndre Drummond, some players of that nature, Blake Griffin. Should we try to get these players in a buyout? one of these players to me well how the team is looking i would not go for a boogie because what you need right now you need a shot blocker you need a rim protector you need a center that can space the floor you need a center that his presence his presence is felt and to me ad is not the same player the guys came back from three previous injuries so i don't think he would be a good fit from a torn achilles a torn quad, and a torn ACL. He's not the same boogie. So it's not going to happen to me. So I would not pursue boogie. I wouldn't do it. DeAndre Drummond, to me, I believe that's the best fit, I believe. DeAndre Drummond or Blake Griffin. Because to me, people, Blake Griffin is a pretty decent shooter. He can shoot threes, mid-range or or... Or sometimes, from time to time, he's not consistent like that. But still, he's what he can do, I believe LeBron Jenkins can can get the best version out of him. But I believe the best person we need to get is DeAndre Drummond. If we can get him, DeAndre Drummond, a big that can run the floor, block shots, make shots, dunk the ball. His presence, his energy is felt. We need that right now. We need that. Because... I'm not worried about the playmaking because we have LeBron James. And when Dennis Schroeder comes back, we have two great decision makers. But this shows me, me why this. The Lakers were a better basketball team last year. They were, period. They were a better basketball team last year. I understand we added Wesley Matthews, Mark Gasol. We added uh, Montrez Harrell. We added Dennis Schroeder. We added some... Key pieces, key four players, great people, pieces. But when, I, when I said it from the start last year, when all these players happened, when we didn't sign back the White Howard, JaVale McGee, and let Run Rondo go, I said this: we were, we lost two good rim protectors, JaVel McGee and the White Howard. Yes, from a skill wise and a player standpoint wise, they're, I think they the best player. But how the pieces fit with the Lakers—they were a perfect match, a match made in heaven. The White Howard and Javale McGee were rim protectors. They show effort, they hustled, and people—they give 110 percent. They have size, and now Marc Gasol to me has not been a good fit with the Lakers from the get-go. He was not—he's not been a good fit. He's old. The guy can't he can't defend, can't move like that. Not a good rim protector. Mark Gasol is not a good fit with the Lakers. And to me, if we got a guy like DeAndre Drummond, what, what I would do is I would bring Mark Gasol off the bench, or or I would try to maybe try to get a Javale McGee back if you can, if you can. Or just bring Marc Gasol off the bench and start DeAndre Drummond. Because to me, I think at this point in Drummond's career, he's a better player than Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol is old. He's past his prime. His best days are behind him. Just saying, people. I don't care what anybody says. Marcus Gasol is not a good fit with the Lakers. He's not a good fit. He's been trash. Trash. Yeah, I said it. That sorry joke has been trash for the Lakers. He's been playing better, I guess, a little bit. But he's still been trash. Just saying. He's not been that guy for the L.A. Lakers. Period. Period. We need a guy that can defend, a, a being that can defend, protect the rim, run the floor, block shots, make his presence felt. That's what JaVel McGee and the White Howard did. And now it's showing. The White Howard's in Philly. JaVel's in Cleveland. Why do we let those players go? Why? I know it's a business, but it was not going to cost them that much to re-sign the White House and JaVale McGee. You could have signed the White Hire on a one-year deal and JaVale McGee, and they would have stayed. It's Lala. It's L.A. We're the defending NBA champions. They wouldn't have gone nowhere. Just saying. We didn't need Wesley Matthews. We didn't need them. as Harold, he's been the best addition. Him and Schroeder. Those two have been great additions. To me, we replaced Ray John Rondo with Schroeder. He's younger. He's a better scorer. He's a great playmaker. I would still think Rondo's playmaking is better than his, but everything else, scoring, playing off the ball, he's a better shooter, and he's younger. So I would see that was a good pick. Getting Dennis Schroeder and Montreal her was the best picks, But Wesley Matthews and Marcus Gasol, no. No. Or what we could've did, just kept JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, I believe his wife plays for L.A. Sparks. I think, I think, if I'm not, if I'm correct, I think Dwight Howard's wife plays for the L.A. Sparks. I think. Or she plays play for some team in WNBA but I'm pretty sure the wild wants to stay in LA but we showed no interest in wanting him back just saying we did not what I'm saying is people we should have kept certain players we should have kept them and now, Le- and now LeBron James with no AD LeBron James is 36 years old LeBron James I'm not worried about LeBron James health Le- uh, LeBron James is not human he's not from earth he is not from Earth. He's from Wakanda. Black Panther, I'm shouting y'all. Yeah. He's from Wakanda. That's what he is. That vibranium. That's what he, he uses. He ain't human, people. The guy don't get hurt. The guy's not from here. He's not from planet Earth, just saying. LeBron James is not from Earth. So I'm not worried about his health or anything. He can. He is unbelievable far as his never gets hurt always available to guys And you're 18 and the guy has not missed a game yet you have you have guys in their 20s who sit not games just because and this guy's 36 years old and playing every game like that's just a great milestone that's a great story to have it gotta be 36 years old and how it's looking he's gonna play all 72 games this year All 72 games, LeBron James. LeBron James is going to play every game this year. i book it. I I bet he would do that. Because to me, that shows leadership. But at the same time, even though LeBron James, you're 18, 18, 18, 36. He's shown no sign of slowing down. I will say this, though. You just can't depend on LeBron just to carry bum player to the finals. This year, if AD does not come back, and he's not 100% healthy, the Lakers are not going to the finals. I don't care. They're not coming out the West, and they're definitely not winning. They're not. Right now, right now, people, in this season, the Los Angeles Clippers are a better team than the Lakers in the West right now. The Utah Jazz, right now, people, right now, are a better team than L.A. I would say that. The Brooklyn Nets are a better team than the Lakers right now. The Philadelphia 76ers right now are a better team than the Lakers. That's four teams there that are better than L.A. It's four teams. Two in the West, two in the East. So right now, I believe the Lakers are the fifth or sixth best team in the NBA right now. Because we don't have A.D. And to be honest, like LeBron James LeBron James. But at the same time, Kyle Cooper's not consistent. He's not. He's a he's a okay role player. He has this game where he, he's hot, and in one game he just flat out cold. Yeah, you know, we have Caruso, we have KCP, we have Mark Gasol, who's not that good with the Lakers. We have Montrezl Harrell, and people, we just right now we don't have enough right now. If this team is the same, if this team is the same as constructed, if Add does not come back, or if he's not hundred percent. The Lakers would not come out because A.D. makes them go. Anthony Davis makes the Lakers so, I wouldn't say unbeatable, but they're almost unbeatable. He makes them go because when you got a guy like A.D., a guy that you cannot stop no matter what, a guy that can get 30 and 12 in his sleep and very efficient, very efficient. So, and it just takes the pressure off LeBron that's why LeBron James wanted AD so bad. Because he knew AD is the real deal. He's a generational talent. We, LeBron James knew this. He had this plan from the get-go. When he first got to LA, he knew him and AD probably talked about this, about playing together. Playing together and winning a championship together. And that's what they did. LeBron James knew this. And to me, that's smart, it's a business man. He had a LeBron James play, made a chess move. A chess move. And right now, we're not making chess moves. We're playing checkers. We're playing checkers, people. Because right now, we besides the king himself, we have nobody else to play and help him out. Just saying. This team, if somebody thinks right now this team can win the championship or even go to the finals without AD, and Dennis Schroeder, who had not played the past couple of games, you're you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. Are you kidding me? No, they were not. Now, I do think by the end of the season, if the Lakers, because I do expect every year LeBron James, his team gets on a hot streak around that playoff time. They turn it up with gear. But this year is quite different because usually – the team is healthy. Right now, with AD, we don't know how long he's going to be out. Because it said he's out three to four weeks. Anthony Davis is going to be out longer than that. He's not going to be back anytime. It's February. AD probably won't be back till April, maybe May. April. I would say April. Maybe May, because I think the playoff this year may be delayed to maybe played in May. So, if I'm the Lakers, AD, Take your time. Take your time. Do not rush back because this is an injury you do not want to play with at all. An Achilles is nothing you want to play with around the lower leg area. KD was out all last year. Klay's out this year. And to be honest, the way Kevin Durant plays, we knew he would bounce back. So he showed you can't come back from this injury. Klay Thompson, the game's different. He's a spot-up shooter, knock-down shooter. But AD, if, if he got hurt with an injury like this, the way he plays, I don't think he'll be the same player. So that's why this we got to be very cautious about this, people. Take your time. Take your time, Anthony Davis. We need you. We need you to be healthy, Going to the playoffs, lock and load it, and see what happens. But right now, we're not the favorites right now. It's multiple teams that's better than us. That's what I'm saying right now. We don't have enough right now. And we need to add a piece to the roster. Add a big that can block shots. An enforcer. Rebound. Can bang inside. And give the defense another gear. A better gear. We need... Right now, we need a bigger motor, because Marcus Gasol is not a good motor. You know, sometimes riding a car, people, you need a better motor, a better engine. We need that right now, a better engine, because Marcus Gasol, he's not a good engine. He, He's not the best available engine we need right now. So, just saying, just saying, people. People, man, I got to switch it up. Talk about those Brooklyn Nets, the Nets are the hottest team in the NBA right now. They are the hottest team in the NBA right now. And the question is, are the Nets the best team in the NBA right now? Are they the best team? They're, they're won, they've won six games. This last six games, they are 6-0. and They were on a five-game road trip in the Western Conference, and they won all five games. They won all five games in the Western Conference, people. And that's something that's not – that's something you can't overlook. You beat the Suns. You beat the Warriors. You beat the Lakers. You beat the Clippers. And to be honest, I think – and they beat the Kings, I believe. But they won five games on the road, beating elite teams, beat the top two teams in the West, beat a Golden State team with Kevin Durant – I mean with Steph Curry – you beat a Phoenix Suns team with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and a variety, and a talented Phoenix Suns team. And so, the and to me, they're getting they're getting that groove, that rhythm. And people, they're doing it without their best player, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has a hamstring injury, so he's not out, out the past couple of games. James Harden and Kyrie Irving have been phenomenal. To me, people, I think this is Kyrie Irving's best year of his career. He's healthy. He seems like now he's in a happy place because about over a month ago, it seemed like he just was on a different planet, on Pluto, doing what he does. But I feel like on the court, he's been sensational. And I believe Kyrie Irving is in a happy place in Brooklyn. The guy from Jersey. The guy grew up a Nets fan. So I believe Kyrie Irving is happy playing with Kevin Durant, playing with James Harden. And to be honest, people, they are the favorite out of the Eastern Conference, in my opinion. I believe they are the best team in the East. And I believe they will represent the Eastern Conference in the this year if they're healthy. Barring injury, they are 100%. I believe they are healthy. I know I said Philly, but watching this team play versus the Lakers, in the, in the Clippers. I know Eddie didn't played. I know Paul Jordan played the last two minutes and 50 seconds in the game. But I will say this, people. They still showed you a, a great performance. They showed you they are the most talented offense we've seen. We've seen. Probably, I wouldn't say they're, I would say far from a talent perspective, they're more talented than Golden State was with Kevin Durant. More talented. What made the Warriors so great, the pieces fit. Because you had three guys who were non-ball dominant. They all could play off the ball. All move, all cut. That was the difference. The pieces fit it. But from a talent perspective, James Harden is more talented than than, uh, Klay Thompson. From a talent perspective, Kyrie Irving, he's more talented than Steph Curry. I don't think he's better than Steph Curry as an all around point guard, but I think from a talent perspective, you can't tell me that Steph Curry is more talented than Kyrie Irving. He's not. And Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. KD can play with anybody, does what he does. The guy's just different. The guy's not ball dominant. The guy can score 30 points off 12 shots, for crying out loud 13, 14 shots. It, it does not matter. He's that great, that efficient. He's different. But I think. And with teams in the playoffs, playoffs are about matchups. And so, you can't go with team anybody. But to me, people, this is what I would say about the Nets. I believe Boogie, the Marcus Cousins, he would be a better fit with the Brooklyn Nets as constructed right now than the Lakers. Because in Boogie's career, he's still coming off these injuries. So, to me, honest, I feel like he's still not 100%. From a health-wise, he's still got to get his legs on the rim. But I do feel like this. I feel like Boogie could be a better fit because how he plays. Boogie could come off the bench or even some games start because you got a guy like James Harden, Kevin Durant, um, Kyrie Irving, and the pressure wouldn't be on Boogie. He can just come in and play his role. And I believe with his size, his rebounding, he can block, you know, try to be a rim protector, that could be a good fit. And Boogie, from time to time, you can step out, hit three, hit the mid range, post up. That would be a better fit than LA, in my opinion. So, if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I wouldn't write all trying to get Boogie add to their roster, add some size, add some more depth. Because if Brooklyn's clicking. They are clicking. Because, to be honest, that's the main reason. If they're size, are they big enough? Can they rebound? Can they play defense? But the past couple games, They've been playing pretty good defense. Not the best top-notch defense, but it's been good enough. It's been good enough to win games. And that's all you need. You don't need it to have an all-time great defense to win championship as long as you're great in certain situations in the game. Because to be honest, it's been a lot of teams that were good def. They weren't great defensively. But in certain switches in the game, they learned how to get stops. They got stops when needed and made big shots. And you got the three Best one on one players in the NBA one team Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. You have the three best players one on one in the NBA. And so, add, adding a center that can bring you some depth and size, that could be something that's big. So, I believe the Brooklyn Nets are the best team. And, and, and to be honest, people, they are 10 and 1 when facing teams over 500. 10 and 1. 10 and 1. They beat the Lakers, the Clippers twice, beat the Warriors twice, beat the Suns, beat the Bucks, beat the Nuggets. They beat Philly one time and Philly beat them one time. And they beat the Celtics. They beat the elite teams. The Lakers are a to the team, the Clippers, the Bucks, the the 76ers, the Celtics and and Denver. Golden State, they still have Steph Curry, but I don't think they're a title continuing team, but it's still they beat a team that's over 500. So, versus the good teams, they come to play and they win games. Because sometimes certain teams and players, they are they'll they are they will underestimate certain teams that don't really play as hard and lose. But versus the the league competition, they play and they win. So Brooklyn is scary, people. The Brooklyn Nets are scary, and people. James Harden is an MVP candidate. I believe he's top five candidate right now. How he's playing, the guy's playing phenomenal. And to be honest, people, he's having one of his best seasons of his career, not averaging 36, 34. He's averaging 25 points, averaging 11 assists, leads the league in assists, people. He's averaging eight rebounds. The guy shooting 50% from the field, 41% from three people. And he's shooting 87% from the free throw line. 25 and 11 and 8. He's almost having a triple-double. That's what, to me, be honest, he's having an MVP-like season. He's set, sa- because coming, to, uh, the question was, would James Harden sacrifice? He sacrificed because he had to be the guy to sacrifice the most because Kyrie Irving has a championship. KD has two. James Harden has had a bad history in the playoffs, come short, and he has no rings. So he had to be the guy that sacrificed the most, and he's done that. And he, to me, he's been better as an all-around player for his team. The guy's unselfish. He's the team's best playmaker. Without James Harden, the Brooklyn Nets are not winning a not winning championship, period. Without James Harden, because he's their best decision maker. He makes players better around him. Kyrie Irving, great as he is. Kyrie Irving is a great scorer. So that's why I always thought Kyrie was better off the ball because your job is to do one thing, Kyrie, just score the ball. Just score. Just score. And that's what he's doing. And, Kev- and Kevin Durant is, like I said, he's Kevin Durant. The guy can score three mid-range, turnaround, fadeaway, fade away, left side, right side. Go around you, shoot over you, dunk on you, whatever. KD is just Kevin Durant. He is a generation talent player. We have never seen a guy like Kevin Durant, so he's KD. But James Harden is an MVP candidate, people. And the Brooklyn Nets are a, a, a team to be dealt with. They are the real deal. They are a scary team in the NBA, and people, they are getting better and better and better. That's the scary thing about it. And Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, they have not played many games earlier this season. But the games they have played, they they look great. And it's just, people for the season, man, I like, as, uh, uh, as, as the trade happened. Oh, it's not going to work. You got three ball-dominant guys. Uh, there's not enough basketball to go around. One, KD is not dominant. Kevin Durant is not a dominant ball-dominant. He's not a, like, Ball dominant. He's not ball dominant. He did not need the ball to be effective. James Harden. Yes, he is ball dominant, but he's a great decision maker. A great floor general. And Kyrie Irving, he is ball dominant. But I will say this though, he can play off the ball. He can play off the ball. And like, and to be honest, Kyrie Irving, he's he's had sacrificed before. The guy played with LeBron James. Uh, he can sacrifice and still be a guy that's very effective, which he's doing. He's having a great year. His best year, in my opinion, of his career. But the, the Nets are just a different team. And by the, probably the playoff time, people, they're going to get better. And they're going to add somebody else to their roster. So, people, look out for Brooklyn. Look out for Brooklyn, huh? I still have my hopes that the finals is the Lakers versus the Nets. I still have my hope. But right now, I can't say that, but it's still a long season left. I still got faith in my Lakers. I still believe we're going to the finals and winning. But if AD's not 100% healthy, there is no championship. But I believe Brooklyn right now, they are the favorite. And they are a team that's just getting better and better and better. And when Kevin Rance comes back, they're going to keep doing what they're doing, getting better, winning games, and getting that better chemistry and getting better as a unit, as a team, as a whole. So that's the beauty of this team because they have so much talent. They have so much talent, people, so much talent. And I'm excited to see what happens with this team, people. So people, just hearing my podcast, people do three things for me, people. One, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Shut up and listen to the podcast with me, Christopher Jordan, your host. I love the sports and it loves me back. Number two, tell a friend. Tell your girlfriend. Tell your mama. Tell your grandmama. Tell your step cousin. Step sister. I don't care. Just spread the word. Spread the word out. And tell you subscribe to take a listen. Because I drop facts and I drop the heat and I bring the heat. And three people, be great. Be great. Be great in life. A pre- uh, cherish life. Because life is not guaranteed. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So, meaning, every day you wake up, grind, work towards your goals, people. Set goals and accomplish them. People, I love y'all, people. But guess what, people? Chris J is out. Next episode, I will talk about more sports, more things happening around the NBA, around the world, around the NFL. I'll be talking about probably on my next episode, Oh, I'll be talking about Dad Prescott. And will he get franchise tagged again? And will the Cowboys sign him a long-term deal? That's something I I must talk about because it's something that that, that just been boiling in me that I must talk about that because that Prescott is getting snubbed wrong. But that's for another episode this week, people. Stay tuned, people. I love y'all. I'm out. Peace.